Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, and Zach. You can find us on Twitter at PodRoundtable. Feel free to DM us with any content ideas or anything of the like. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Roundtable Podcast and Change of Scenery. Boys, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. New new studio, potentially? Question mark? If it goes well. We have to make sure the echoes aren't too bad. Yeah, so we're in uh we're with Zach, the old Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Smiles is here too. It's what some would call homie. Fell Fitch, fellow Fitchburg resident. We got uh this this beautiful computer it's it's blinking at me i don't know if it's blinking or winking at me if it's trying to seduce me i'm not really sure what's happening hp omen 30l yeah that's a lot of letters but uh it's really not that many letters but omen 30l it's um, like 1400 bucks all right but it's, i got it free gonna go f- okay he's gonna flex on no but i got it like free from best buy trying to humble brag and you're just being like, everyone's best no best buy best buy has great customer service they gave it for me free you mean best buy Best would it buy. be the best buy you could have? Yeah, probably. I got I got a I got my dad's um I used my dad's birthday because like I bought it when my dad's birthday was like my dad was born on Halloween, October thirty first, and I bought it like three days before Halloween, and they had a a discount code online for my dad's birthday, and I just acted like I was my dad and bought it. So mm-hmm. my dad's be like, "What the?" F-? Now that he's a season listens, be like, "Fucking stole like 20 percent off Best Buy from it's me." Gonna kill you. Sorry, Dad. But yeah, it's got flashing lights. It looks pretty. I can see <laughs> the inside of the computer. Purple. It's gonna be pink. No, no, teal. Teal. Blue. Blue. Pink. Now it's pink. Ooh, it's pretty. It's real pretty. I can also I can set it to a volcano. It matches with your. It goes like orange. I can put all the colors. It goes with a bunch of different ones. All right, I think we're done with the computer. But yeah, it's it's impressive. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, there. Yeah, I'm also right. There's also LEDs on the bottom of my desk. And the uh, sweet keyboard. And the keyboard. The key. Yeah. Corsair MK2 Cherry. Yeah, it's just real fancy. It's a lot. It's the vibe is very different. TV on the wall. My cement basement and a yes. laptop. But the problem is the echo. Hopefully it's not too bad. Yeah. So if we echo, we apologize. We have plans to fix potentially. But uh potentially. Potentially. So here we are. Got some uh got some stuff to talk about today, gentlemen. First I want to bring up fantasy football playoffs, the round table podcast league. Miles, I think you said it best. I snuck in. Six and seven. That's a that's a hot team. That's a scary team. You don't want to face the team. It's the like the fourth 07 seed and yeah, I was those, about to say that. It's always the 07, stories. I, it hurts me to say this, but I am the 07 Giants. Yeah, it's pretty oh, scary. I, who, who are you facing, Joe? Uh, this would be Steve. He's facing Steve. Steve's, ah, Steve's the 07 Brotherland Patriots. Farms. Steve's the 07 Patriots, number one Good old seed. Brotherland Farms at He's not even the favorite in this matchup. He isn't. He's got uh, Deshaun, Chris Carson, he's, yeah, he's, he's Rojo, Michael Thomas, Hopkins, Waller, who's been nice. Keenan Allen, who I think like leads the league in receptions. Baltimore's defense against Cleveland, that'll be a dog fight. He's got Robbie Gold. But Joe, you got uh you got Raj, you got Alvin Kamara, Montgomery, uh, you got Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, a little sneaky pick right there. Mike Gasecki, I think I dropped him. Kind of sad. Uh Connor, James obviously Connor. a solid fucking flex piece there. Uh Tampa Bay's D. Good, but scary. But they're facing Minnesota, so I think you'll be fine there. And then uh, Graham Gano. But it's a, uh, it's a nice little hedge the bet because uh, if Jefferson goes off, I'll lose points on Minnesota on the defense. But if Jefferson doesn't do anything because the defense plays well, at least I got the defense. The defense plays well. 
I'm an shout, out, shout out uh, Adam, who's playing Zach, because Adam, Adam gave me Rogers. Projections yeah. right now are... Uh, you got, there was a trade made? Yeah. When? Me, me and Adam, we traded... Uh, I don't remember who I traded him, to be honest. I think Oh, I think it was Lockett. I think I traded him Tyler Lockett. For no, Aaron I have Rogers. Tyler Lockett. Nope, was, nope. Maybe I think I'm a different league. I'd have to check. Um, No, Bobby Woods. Oh, we traded Robert traded, Woods. I traded Bobby Trees. And he played Robert Woods in, in this matchup. In and Robert Woods has eight points. That's all. So that was a good, that was a good turnout for me because I'll take eight points for Robert Woods against me. It could have been worse. Yeah, the projections right now are Joe, you're one thirty six point three points, and Brother Farms over here has got one thirty one. So I'm, that's gonna I'm be a close. One. I'm projected one thirty four to one twenty three over the five hundred million dollar man Adam Rosenblum. Follow him on Twitter, Adam Rosenbuckets. Great guy. Love the only person. Chiefs fan that I get along with. Yeah, and he also yeah, he's also big, a Giants fan. Not kind of a lie. big favorite. I think he might be the only Chiefs fan I really know. So he's also a Giants fan. Yeah, I don't really. Because uh, his he explained it to me before his um family, some families from New York, some families from Kansas City, and like oh, so joint custody action. So nothing. The in his only linkage to New England is Celtics because his dad was a Celtics fan. Huge yikes, though, Zach. Let me tell you because uh, you didn't play in the Rams defense. Fuck no. Over, well, I didn't think over the Pittsburgh and Buffalo, who's gonna put up D. some solid points, I, and New England's offense is. Hot ass. That I is th- a I 20 thought, points, bro. I thought they would run roughshod on the Rams. Sheesh. But they didn't. I don't I know. I just want Sheesh. you to remember this if, is not If the my Bowl. biggest gripe is playing the best defense in the league against a Buffalo team that has Josh Allen, a quarterback, that still persists, then I'm fine. I'm playing Pittsburgh's defense. If it's the you best lose defense because league. you didn't play this defense, I'm going to laugh at you. I will say... Well, 20 points I in the Rams is a bit of an outlier. If my team doesn't shit the bed... Wait, hold on. I'm going to kill just Cleveland number two. Wait, hold on, hold on. Just a bit of an outlier. That's my Gordon Ramsay impression. 20 points from the Rams. Just a bit much. Just a bit dry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, would, that sounded decent. That sounded decent. I, just a bit... I don't think anyone's going to appreciate that. Just a bit much. Some All these, uh, the I will of, say the closest game is you and uh, Brotherland Farms, Joe, because everything Farms. else is, I'm projected to beat uh, Cleveland number two wide receiver only, 120 this to 94. Shit. This is shit matchup. And then, uh, Clean it up. you're about you're 11 points. Between us. Clean it up. And you're 20, and then 26, Baldell's versus the old and injured. Yeah, those are the, um, the consolation matchups. Miles here Championship didn't make, Miles didn't make the playoffs. No, I didn't. I'm a little upset. You know, I let the team ride. Um, Nick Folk gave you one give, give you one field goal. Yeah, that was a little upsetting. He was actually kind of going off shit. for a little bit. He was a shit game. All right, enough of that, Gordon. I'm, I think I could do that the entire episode. I'd be I fine. I hope you don't. I think we would lose any listeners we have. The all 20-something we have on average would be right out the window. Because yes. it's a shit accent. Clean it the fuck up. Clean it up. All of it. Showed his face. (laughs) (laughs) So our mics just cut out there. Um, This is going to be a sloppy transition, but that's okay. I'll stop my Gordon Ramsay accent. Just a bit. We're going NBA, though. Um, Joe, you have the entire docket pulled up, right? On your phone, you have it all written out? Yeah, yeah, I got the the agenda. On your laptop, whatever. Um, do you want to bring us into one of the topics? Because it's going to be well, basically be f- an entire NBA episode. First first off. Sands the, the fantasy football. The season is starting. Gentlemen. Is it? We are close. The 23rd. We're close. Or is it the 22nd? I just know that <laughs> the season's starting. Pre-season's so already started. So yeah. we're already in. I thought they said 10 days. 
uh, last night when I was watching ESPN. They have like a countdown. Well, or even keep... NBA TV. I think it was 10 days or something like that last night. So either way. Keep talking real quick. The Exciting season. stuff. Season starting. <clears throat> preseason starting up. 22nd. I was right. 22nd. Celtics for the 23rd. But the Warriors and Nets for the 22nd on the, Tuesday. Uh, that's all the kiddos leave. Campus and then Clippers and Lakers. At, that's a good slate of games. Warriors, Nets, Clippers, Lakers. Well, that's going to be lit. Ooh, can't wait for James Wiseman. That's definitely why that's I'm watching actually, that game. I actually want to watch James Wiseman. I want to watch That's going to be great. That was sarcastic, game. but not really. But wait, I and the who the Clippers play? The Lakers. Battle of LA. That's what they did last that'd year. That was dope. a great game. Yeah, that'll be a sweet so, first two games to start off the season. Like I said, preseason started up. First preseason game we want to talk about. Charlotte. I tried, I tried to watch some of it last I watched night. A, I watched some highlights. I saw some stat lines. Um, I was busy losing money on UFC. The first, the first, the first thing I want to talk about was Charlotte. LaMelo looked great as a passer and bad at everything else based off of what I saw. Oh, so he had zero points. I didn't, I didn't see him points. attempt any shots, but he had zero he missed, points. I can pull up the box score, but when I had looked, he had 0 for 5 from the field. He had like 10 assists, didn't he? And then like four rebounds, I think is what I saw. when or, I looked. Or it was flipped, or it was 10 rebounds, four assists, one of the two. Oh, he yeah, has, yeah, yeah, 10 boards, four assists, I think is what it was. Um, um, which is surprising, because I would expect the inverse during the long run. Well, he's run. big, so it's easy yeah, for him to grab boards. He's a 6'8 guard. That's a guard. I was going to say, that is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, Tolkien. so that was, that was the first thing. I think we've, we talked about it, we've, we've shared some highlights to each other, but I, during the draft, thought Tim Legler was blowing a little bit of smoke when he was saying Melo could walk onto a court in the NBA and be like a top 10 passer. Oh, he is. I, I was like, all right. I mean, he's going to be good. He'll be definitely above average. One of the better guys, but like top 10 is aggressive. I was wrong. Tim Legler, you are, you are a professional analyst for a reason. I am a schmuck on a podcast for a reason. You know what? <laughs> Tim Legler, you played in the NBA for a reason. This is one of three point. This is a, there's percentage. a reason for this. And um, I'm going to shut up now. Um, Mello is a fantastic passer. Um, Known that since, and this is this isn't me like knowing that Joe. Like, shouldn't I? Mean, no, like, no. I mean, I knew he was a good passer. Been, I just thought it was exaggerated that it since, would be top uh, ten. Chino Hills, because he kind of learned from Lonzo. Um, that's the whole. Their Lonzo and Lamelo's jobs on that on that those Chino Hills teams, um, which was their high school. If anyone doesn't know, is was passing to Jello because Jello was the shooter. Um, but after Lonzo left, then Lamelo took over the team because Jello left with Lonzo basically. And since then, Lamelo's been developing everything from basically as a lead guard. Like he's still his offensive game is developing uh, as as far as scoring. He's and like not shooting. as good as a shooter. Yeah, yeah. His shootings. I mean, yeah, he, he didn't make a shot at least from his, what I his saw. shooting. He he has potential because he like he launches from like really deep, but it's more of the launching like you're just being like really ambitious. Like there's not actually any hope behind half of those. Um, because like last year he shot like in a or really not last year like last season. In uh, overseas, he shot because he didn't go to college, couldn't go to college because of the shoe deal. But overseas, he shot like less than 30% from three or like 32, something like that. Low 30s, high 20s. Um, not good. Uh, struggle sometimes to finish at the rim because he doesn't have great athleticism and he doesn't actually his poor strength. I was gonna say he doesn't have great strength, it's poor. He's like very skinny. Um, but he's also to be expected. He's like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, I mean, you get him on an NBA strength plan, and he'll give be him an he'll be fine in a couple years. Like be... he's six eight. He'll fill out. Like Tatum came into the league small, and now Tatum is not small. Um, remains to be seen if that'll affect his finishing. That's a different topic for a different day. Um, but no, Lamelo walked on as supposedly one of the top ten best passes in the league, and showed it immediately. Had a full cross court pass to Bismack Biombo on a lead out. Um, 
in transition, one-handed, off-platform, just whipped it perfectly right right in Bismack Biombo's hands. Um, it was then, then had a behind-the-back like it was nothing to Miles Bridges for a layup, and then two minutes later had another behind-the-back to another person who I can't remember. Um, so LaMelo looks perfectly fine, looks like he'll fit. LaMelo's friend here, Gordon Hayward, not actually his friend, but we need a little transition They're boys. Hayward. They're boys. They're nah, best friends. No they they boys. went out to a strip club together. Um, that they didn't actually have them. I don't think Lamelo can get legally get into a strip club, can he? If he's twenty one or eighteen. Eighteen, dude. Eighteen. Lamelo can get in the strip club. I yeah, mean, it's eighteen. Gordon should take him to a titty bar. I mean, I don't know what Robin would think about that. That's tough. <laughs> take it to the. T- I got that from the Blind Side. Robin. Um, uh, Sandra Bullock called told Coach. Ro- Ro- I don't. I don't think titty Robin bar. thinks very highly of strip clubs. Something just tells me. So you know, just something doesn't peg me there. Gordon did well for getting Robin. I will say that much. We're not going to delve too much into this because I, I don't need you to talk about simping people again. Let's Bro. no, no, no. Go, At Robin and Hayward on Instagram, Gordon had a good game. He looked good. He looked bouncy. Looked quick. Um, again, I didn't watch a lot because I was too busy losing money on UFC fights. Um, that I shouldn't have been betting on, but he looked okay. Um, from what I saw, he actually looked fairly better than okay in the first quarter because that's like a, what the strength of his run came on. The whole Charlotte team actually. Charlotte got up to like a 30-something 10 lead against the Raptors. Yeah, they got smoked. And then then proceeded to score 40 points for the rest of the game after like like the first nine or 10 minutes. Yeah, I think it was like 25 to 9 or 1 point. The starters were playing into the third quarter. They just weren't putting up points. It was bad. That's a big yikes. It was uh, 25 to like 9, and then I looked up, and next thing you know, it was 100 to 77. And I was like, they scored 40 points. What the hell did they do? What happened? So... Charlotte is going to be predictably probably bad, although it depends. I mean, many things could gel. Rozier, uh, Devontae Graham, LaMelo Ball, Hayward, P.J. Washington. Uh, who do they? Who did the Hornets draft this year? I don't even know. Probably they, some. They drafted LaMelo in the first. <sighs> Pain. Jesus Christ, that was bad. So who did the Hornets draft this year? After I just said LaMelo Ball. just raved about his passing and talked about his entire I just don't even life really... <laughs> profile at Chino Hills and then going to play overseas. So the Hornets drafted LaMelo. Um, that's like when hosts aren't listening to themselves. That's when like, the hosts aren't even paying attention. It's like, a, it's like that uh, monkey with the cymbals the ha- clapping. The hamster wasn't in the wheel yeah, of their folks. Yeah, it was just folks. spinning. Um, so the Hornets, I, th- I tweeted last night that Hayward, after watching the Hornets suck asshole, I was like, wow. Hayward like really chose $120 million just to go here. Like, I get it, 120 million is a lot, but was that 20 million extra worth being on a terrible, terrible team? You could buy like a billion of your of your computers. I was gonna say that's more RAM for him. Hayward could buy a lot of gaming computers to play on. Buy a lot of gaming computers and a lot of hair gel. Um, I mean, because Boston was offering 100 million, Indiana offered 105. Like, would you rather been on an Indiana team that can be like top five in the East with you, or a Hornets team that's still bottom ten in the East with you at 120 million? Like, I don't know. I guess part of it, um, according he to did, Robin, he just wanted low pressure games so he can game after work. I was gonna say my my girl Robin, um, Hayward's girl as well. We we share. Um, he doesn't know, but we share. Um, she put on her story on her Instagram story that she said that a lot of the decision was that Hayward wanted to show he was still good. Like it's like he was tired of like. I mean, I get it. Everyone's saying you suck when you, in fact, don't hashtag suck. Um, so I get him going to, to the Hornets, I guess, but. You don't think you could have showed you were better somewhere else? Maybe Indiana? Like, he probably wasn't going to show that here because he's just not getting touches over Tatum or Brown anymore. Um, but did you have to go to the Hornets to show you were good? I, I mean, hey, fuck it. If he puts up 25, all, 8, and 5 on the out, Hornets. Make an all-star game. 
don't have any playoff pressure. And everyone's like, damn, Hayward was better than we thought he was. He's made mad money off of one all-star appearance. He has made two max contracts, effectively, off of one all-star game in in Utah. Agent goat tier. One of the biggest heists in the league. Which, I mean, I think it's a little misleading because I'm sure he would have made multiple all-star games. In the, on the Celtics, if he, he didn't, didn't fucking rip his ankle and snap his ankle uh, in half. nine different ways, but I mean, he was on pace to be an All Star last year. If he yeah, didn't, if he like, was break just, his wrist or whatever that if was. If he also and, had more touches in the fourth, most on the team, he was yeah. still fourth. Like Hayward is still an All Star caliber player. Um, I said that to a Hornets fan on Twitter who don't know what he thought of me, but he was like, "Does this guy stink?" And I was like, "Actually, no, doesn't stink. He doesn't stink. He doesn't stink. He's actually pretty good if he could just stay healthy. Big if, but whatever." Um. But that's what we thought of the Hornets. That was like, what, five minutes on the Hornets at least? It's the most relevant they'll be all year, folks. Yeah. I will say, Gordon did look good, though, too. Like, you've been saying and everything. Like that. When, when that twelve, that first, like, 12-0 run after they the Hornets got smoked in the first minute of the game or whatever the fuck, you grabbing boards. He had one possession where he literally he just went, ISO, just oh, moved everyone. Just ba- I mean, he basically took it all the way, went coast to coast, yeah. and then backed someone up and took his little, like, so Gordon fadeaway fade away and yeah. sank it. I'm like, what the fuck? Where the fuck? I was- mean, he was doing that with us, just he wasn't as often because he didn't have the ball. I, well, I mean, it's yes. tough, right? Like, if, if you need volume to get into a rhythm and you're like, not a volume. here you go, buddy. You get, I like, f- a couple touches every now and then. It's, it's going to be tough. I think, like, ideally minutes were probably mismanaged in where you could have given him more run with the bench and let him, touches, let yeah. him roll. Let, yeah. Let him be the guy off, like not off the bench. Cause like you probably still start him, but like, let him, let him run the show with yeah. the backups and like a couple of shooters and boom, but granted we didn't have shooters. So like it is what it is. It'll just be Hayward shooting himself. And then like, yeah, dissing to semi lay on like air ball threes. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's enough of Charlotte. That's enough of Charlotte. Next, next on the docket. Harry Giles. 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 HG Sizzle. That's his Instagram handle. Yeah, he had a good game from what I saw. 18 and 14, 18 and 15, whatever it was. Um, Now on the Portland Trailblazers, if you don't know about Harry Giles, he was the number one recruit in Tatum's class, which was also the Fultz class and all that um, coming out of high school, but then tore his ACL leaving high school, tore it again senior year at high school. And then played sparingly at Duke because he was still recovering from the ACL. Yeah, if he there. wasn't if he wasn't hurt, he was the number, the number one, one guy. Like he's better. He, his his ceiling in high school was better than Tatum's, which says something because Tatum's now. Because Tatum, Tatum's even said it. He was like Tatum's like that was that he, he was, was that, that guy. guy. If there he was, was the anyone guy. other than me that I thought was the best player, it, it was him. He's like that. He was that Giles. dude because he could handle, he could shoot, he could defend. He was blocking shots. He grabbed fifteen rebounds. Like he's athletic, the whole nine. And so I wanted the Celtics to get him, as did many people. But then. I mean, there was the connection, right? Like it was, yeah, just like, like it was Tatum. It was kind of like to go back to get to Gordon. It was like the oh, we have Brad Stevens, his college coach. Like Gordon Hayward should come to Boston. And we then have it Tatum, ha- and then it happened. Yeah, this time it was Tatum and Giles are like they're boys, literally best friends. They're like best friends. They went to college together. Tatum can vouch for how good the guy is when he's Harry Giles right. babysits Deuce. Yeah, okay, even more. So like they're best friends. The connection was there, and it was like oh, this is a no brainer, and it just didn't work out. I imagine Danny didn't want to give him. More than like a min or something. Well, that's what he got from Portland. He's on a min. Yeah, and I think I figure is it he's one probably year? more run time in Portland. Is it one year? Minimum, yeah, yeah. If you're playing for a minimum contract, you want a team that's going to give you a lot of run. That's probably what he's getting. He wasn't going to get a ton of run here unless he played his way into it. And it's I, like, I mean, I would have given him the biannual. Yeah. I would have given him like I would have given the BAE, two, yeah. like a it's one like, year, like, like two three, million. It's like three points or 
I think it's like three point two. Well, I would who, give him a one year contract. He, give him one or give him a Who knows if he's really going to get the run though? Like he probably that. will. I mean, dude, he gets Enos and Yusuf Nurkic in front of him. He's a center, power forward. Well, he, he'll play. Well, he'll be effective. Once they remember that Dennis Cantor can't play defense, yeah. he might get some runs. That's he'll, very he'll true. play more than he'll play more than Cantor. But even if he doesn't, it's not like Cantor or Nurkic is playing the four. I mean, so they'll just put Giles at the four. Like you could play. Yeah, you can go. Giles play. can shoot enough to where you can play him with a non-floor spacing big. I'm pretty sure, yeah. from my knowledge. I might. I, I might know, be completely wrong. Shoot, like I know he in high school he can shoot a little bit. He can shoot a little bit. Enough to be able to at least even if it's just, just, like, just like that high old, like the like the KG mid range from like yeah, the top like just get of the under the elbows. Not quite a three. It's too bad KG don't mean to transition or not like I don't mean to really get off topic too much, but it's too bad KG didn't play in a modern game because he could have he could have stretched that out to a three. He he shot fifty percent from elbow jumpers like he would have just stretched it out. Did you know the story of why he wouldn't shoot threes? Celtics asked him to, and he's like, unless I will shoot over like forty five or fifty percent, I'm not taking them. And they were like, well, you don't need to shoot fifty. You just shoot like 35, 40. And he's like, no. So KG was just like that kind of psycho, obviously. Like I'm not. He was, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say anytime I play. And Zach Collins. I play like 2K yeah. and I do like blacktop or like a fantasy draft or something. KG. I always make KG my stretch five. If you And like, I just wish I could shoot more threes with him because the game doesn't like, they like obviously go off if he didn't do it. Yeah. But it's like, damn. He could have done know he could have. Minnesota KG, again, I'm, I'm t- I wasn't a basketball fan when KG was in Minnesota because I was like five or six. but uh. From what I've seen, like MVP, MVP K, KG, too many uh, small letters there. Um, holy shit, what a fucking he was a beast. I mean, the the way he moved, the dude moved like a six two guard, and he's seven feet tall, effectively six eleven, whatever. Yeah, like, wow. Sorry, I don't mean to make this a KG fan. You know what? Hold on, I want to rent. I had to, I had this on the docket. Forgot to tell you, I am not happy they're retiring KG's number. Like KG in a vacuum deserves it because he's great. But the Celtics have no fucking numbers left. You gotta stop retiring people's numbers for coming here yeah, and playing. Yeah, it's kind of gross, dude. Five's yeah, gonna get retired. To, he was here to, for like two. Like, they need to stop retiring. Numbers. He was here they for need, like I'm okay. Five with, years. I'm okay with them like re-entering some of them into the into the cycle. They gotta take some down. I I don't even think take them down. I think you just need to enter them into the cycle and just um, be like, it's just like no superstar players well, gonna want to be 46. The... Sorry. I know. Oh, but... whoa, whoa, whoa. Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines fan club well, is like, something right. to say to you, my friend. <laughs> We're lucky Tristan Thompson has number 13 everywhere he goes, but like, that's an ugly number. 13. Uh, so like, I, mean, I don't think 13 is Not really. I, think I mean, just, it's better than just... fucking 57 or 50, something. He's like, 50, Jesus. He's 55. Yeah. Thank What's God, Smith? Ne- thank God Neesmith got 26. Yeah, Neesmith got 26. I, I think Pritchard got 11. I think you're just... Which is funny as hell. They need to take some numbers down. I they mean, do. it's no, ridiculous. I think they need to... Jay Crowder wore 99 by his own accord. He was like, all right, 99. Like, not that Jay Crowder was deserving of anything better than no, 99. we got lucky with that because that's what he wore in the Mavs, too, when he was fucking... Yeah, he, he was just, just 99. 99. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he, he wore 99 no, he just, on the heat. He's a fucking weirdo. Is he, he wearing 99 still? CJ Bossman 99 on Twitter, all caps, all the time. He's yeah. just always okay. racing caps. I mean, I, I agree. I think you're going to keep retiring numbers and you're just not going to have numbers. You literally, are, at some point, you're going to be like, we need to just like let people wear these numbers again. Which means you have to take them down. Like, you can't keep them in the rafters and then have like, you can't have like, Number fucking six for Bill Russell retired and then like some scrub runner. Like, not that like, I think Bill Russell, but, guys, like, like, I think there's You certain, have to yeah. take them down. Like, I think. I think you can take the number down, but maybe leave their name. Yeah, like, like they have, they have Lossky. They have fucking Lossky's name up there, like written diagonally. Yeah, like I they think retired. Could... They retired a number for Red. That is so stupid. Just put Red's name up there. He didn't play. Like, yeah, Red is like incredibly important. The the, the mascot is basically like named after or like modeled after him, but the cigar smoking and shit. But like, 
what are we doing? He didn't play. Red Auerbach was not a, a player. This makes me so upset. You also know my level's probably peaking. I'm getting so mad. Red Auerbach did not play yeah, basketball. He's in the red, folks. This is going to be a loud, loud chunk. Red Auerbach did not play basketball. Just put his name up there. He doesn't deserve a number. That's true. Is he like number two right. or number one? He has like one of the numbers retired. What do you? I thought he's like double zeros. No, because it's Parrish. True. Let alone the fact that Parrish should be re- like Rob Parrish should be retired. I'm not getting mad about that. I say it should be like, like the fuck. big three and like Paul cool. Pierce and like Bob Cousy maybe Jojo White's like take down Larry Bird's number. Who is he? Larry Bird's good. I'm just that's a my I'm just, I'm just we need to, to clarify that for someone for anyone yeah, who no, listens. I'm, they're I'm gonna be like Zach. What? Don't worry. Um. um no, I, I I agree. I think you're gonna get to a point where like numbers need to be used, and you're gonna have none left at some point. It's kind of like the it's like the Bruins too. Like the Bruins have so many. They're retire- just retiring a dumb amount of numbers for no reason. They, yeah, they really like, do. I, I I agree. I think you're gonna run out of good numbers, and because like what was who was um I don't remember when when they were recruiting KD. Hold on. Sorry, they, they were gonna Reggie were, Lewis. Yeah, they were gonna Reggie Lewis. Like, no, you can wear my number. Dog. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, well, not Reggie Lewis because he's his. No, his um, his mom. Is his mom? Yeah. yeah, but Reggie Lewis sadly passed away. Hold on. You ready for this? I no, because you're gonna scream at me again. Walter Brown, the original owner of the Celtics, is number one. Don't give a fuck. Number two, Arnold Red Auerbach. I love you, Red. Literally love you. One of the best men in basketball ever. Number two, he didn't play. Walter there. Walter Brown, one of the most popular numbers in basketball, is number one. Walter Brown, number retired in 1964. <laughs> the founder and first owner of the Boston Celtics franchise. Just put his fucking name up yeah, in the number, rafters. Number two is kind of sad. That like, just like, like build a statue. Or something. Like, I don't hang like a little medallion from the ceiling. Like, okay, ooh, well, Walter Brown. No one's going to see the medallion. Yeah, a chandelier. No one should Let's see the medallion. Who cares about Walter Brown? I don't give a fuck. I'm so upset. I'm so mad. But who do you want to see with number one? I, anybody. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Tatum with number one. Like, he looks cool with zero. Like, I'm fine with that, but I'm saying, like... I think he's still 11. 7-11. 11 that was cool. That was dope. But 11's kind of cursed, so, like, I'm kind of glad he's not 11. Well, it wouldn't have been cursed because it wouldn't have been Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. So you're saying Peyton Pritchard's fucked. Probably. <laughs> Although I'm I'm coming around at Peyton Pritchard, but that's for... But, like, if we... I didn't mean to go off, off topic, but, like, if we... Can we do a quick run-through of the names and we, like, see who we want retired? Kind of this more of a Celtics episode real quick. I mean, sure. We got Celtics. We had Celtics coming up next anyway. So, so Walter it. Brown, number Good one. Transition. Get him my name out of. Get his fucking number out of the rafters. He's not number one. He's number Walter Brown. Put Walter Brown in the rafters, and that's it. But Jack, he was number one. <laughs> Schmitty, Werber, Yerber, Durman, Number two, Red Auerbach. Love you, Red. Literally love you. Take it down. You're not number two. The court's already named after you. Your dude. name can just be red. His name's on the court, isn't it? Yes. Bro, it's the facility. Yeah, he's the red out of literally the training center. Take him Sorry, phone ring again. We're back again. I'm going to still keep yelling about this. So, red hour back. Yeah. Like we just said, it just cut out. Facility's so named after facility. him. Your name's on the court somewhere. Everyone knows who red hour back is. Just, Probably have like three statues. Just please take. Not he's really, not number two. Dude, Dennis Johnson, keep it up there. Dennis Johnson, very important to the franchise. He's number three. Keep it up there. It's fine. Bill Russell, who is that? <laughs> keep get, keep Bill keep, keep Bill. number six up there. He's top fifteen, top ten player of all time. Yes. Um, JoJo White. Uh, yeah, I guess you keep him up there. It's um, tough because how are you going to tell the guys that won like eight championships well, in like seven in a row or something? JoJo that you only can't won two. Them? Okay. Jojo was the point guard who led the Celtics offense, propelled the 97 and uh, 74 and 76 teams to the NBA World Championship. First of all, I don't think he propelled them there because Larry Bird was on that team, wasn't he? Wasn't Bird on the... Oh, no, he wasn't. I fucking lied. Keep Jojo up there. 
He, he propelled the team in the 70s because Bird wasn't there in the 70s, was he? No, Bird was 80s. Yeah. All right, fine, JoJo. You get to say. Bob Cousy, not sure who he is. Great. Joking Great. again. Yes, keep Bob. This is where it gets your rage, your rage and sarcasm don't mix well. I just want you to know that you sound like you, you sound very unstable. No, all right, Bob Cousy. Yes, obviously keep him. The next three are like, actually no. Hold on, Tom Heinsohn, keep him up there. Tommy absolutely deserves it. Um, Tommy Heinsohn absolutely deserves it. Number fifteen, keep him there. Tom Satch Sanders, number sixteen. Tom played in thirteen seasons, helped the group. Helped lead the green and white to eight world championships. Like, all right, does he really need to be up there? Who? Tom Satch Sanders. No. He is, how are you going to tell a man with eight rings you can't have your number retired? Ranked sixth all time in Celtics history in games played. Like, we can't just keep retiring people because they played a lot. <laughs> he also won a lot. Well, he Mark, played with Bill Russell. I mean, it's 36. And Bob Cousy. 36 is going to be up there. I would have won a lot. I could have played on the end of the bench and... Played with my ass. I don't know. Bob Cousy and Bill Russell and like John Havlicek were the reason they won those championships. Not and Tom Satch Sanders. What about Tommy Hines? He won. He was. Uh, oh, Tommy's absolutely proud of it. Tommy mm-hmm. balled out in that game seven as a rookie. Um, John Havlicek, number 17. Yes, keep him. Dave Cowens. Yes, keep him. 18. Don Nelson. Um, out of my out of my league. I don't know. Number 19. Do we keep Don Nelson? Nelly. Okay, first of all, your name's Nelly. His nickname's Nelly. Having a ahead of his time. Good old Nelly. He Nelly, was ahead of his time. Nelly was an 11-year veteran of the Good Celtics playing Nels. for the green and white. Um, he helped lead the Celtics to five NBA championships, was named Coach of the Year in 1983-85. Oh, oh, Don Nelson. Wow. I Don Nelson's the coach. I fucking space on that hard. Yeah, keep Don Nelson up. That's fine. Bill Sharman, you're named after like a fucking toilet paper roll. Sharman Ultra Sharman. Get out of there. Less is more. Played 10 seasons in the 50s. Dude, no. Ed McCauley, that's the ref, I'm pretty sure. Obviously not, but like <laughs> Easy Ed was one of the first Celtic superstars. Yeah. Six seasons. He played six seasons in the fifties. And Easy Bell Ed in the fifties. Double E. Easy Ed, dude. You got. He was keep the fir- uh was on the first All NBA team in nineteen fifty one. Okay, so he's fucking old as hell. Sorry, Ed. Take a seat. No, Frank Ramsey, the Kentucky Colonel. What is he? The fucking. The guy who sells fried chicken outplayed nine seasons all with the Celtics, becoming the original sixth man. We retired a six man's number. Frank Ramsey, take a hike. That's number 23. Sam Jones, keep him. He was the coach and all that. Casey Jones, there's too many Joneses, first of all. Sam Jones was named Mr. Clutch by his teammates. Yeah, that's fine. I would keep Sam Jones up there. Casey Jones, kind of a shitty coach, but also keep him up there. He wasn't a shitty coach, but like, Bird was the reason they won those team, uh, won those championships, not Casey Jones. Um, Cedric Maxwell should not be retired. Sorry. Cedric Maxwell did not even make an all-star team here. He won one finals MVP. Absolutely. Was great. Like, might have won them that championship because he balled out in game seven against the Lakers. Um, but he played eight seasons with the Celtics. And his call to fame was leading the NBA in field goal percentage once. Hey. Banners, and banners hang forever. No, I love Cedric Maxwell Cornbread. Like, I love him on the radio with Grandy. Take it down. Banners hang forever, bro. Kevin McHale, take it down. No he one likes him. The champ. I'm joking. Kevin McHale, stay up there clearly. Good old Kev. Larry Bird character. Sure, fine. Yeah, that guy's all right. Paul Pierce. Um, yes. Yeah. Reggie Lewis. They're already talking about maybe taking that down anyway with the KD thing. Like, Reggie probably deserves to have some retired just from like what happened. Um, but that's the big like, like his mom already said he could they could take it down, so that might come down anyway. Um, and plus I'd be fine with it. Robert Parrish, zero zero. 
Got to keep it up there. Double O's. And then the, the other number they have retired is Jim Loskatoff. Losky. Not even a number. They just put... Losky was a hard-nosed stand-up for the Celtics playing all nine NBA seasons green and white. He asked that his jersey number not be retired so that a future Celtic could wear it. The number 18 was later retired in honor of Dave Collins. What the fuck? So Losky actually did something good. He was like, hey, Losky was ahead of his time. Losky was like, hey, I'm, I'm just like not that good. You don't have to retire. Then I'm like, you just- I was like, you're running. You're going to have a problem here, folks. But oh, you're not going to have numbers. We have an issue because now Dave Cowens. Well, I mean, Dave Cowens should stay up there. But like, do this. Losky's name is in the rafters. Do that with Red. Do that with Walter Brown. The most generic name ever. Yeah, just like a, like it's like a ring of honor. Except oh it's like the rafters. God, that's pissing me off, dude. Like, what are we doing here? Tom Satch Sanders and... Ed McCauley, there it is. Easy Ed. What? Oh. So Ed Hockley? So here's, here's the thing. <sighs> Ed Hockley? <sighs> he, he, he deserves to have his number retired. Frank Ramsey, the Kentucky Colonel. That's the KFC guy. I'm not joking. Kentucky Fried Chicken, the Kentucky Colonel. What if, I'm going to Google what Frank Ramsey looked like. Because if he looks like the Colonel that sells me chicken, I'm going to be pissed. Pretty crazy, because I bet he had some sick fucking inside jokes for that nickname. He's a British... Fo- He's not even the first Frank Ramsey to pop up. Frank Ramsey, the British philosopher, pops up before Frank Ramsey, the basketball player. That tells you everything you need to know. Well, that's on a, you know, like, worldwide search. That's not like a local. I don't care. If you looked up like... Who is this? This is Frank Ramsey. Does he look like he should have his number retired? The guy could barely dribble. He's got long arms. I don't care what he has. (laughs) He's got great reach. Frank Ramsey. Let's look at images. So you, so you, so this started because you're out on KG, right? I love KG, but he shouldn't so have his number retired. Here's my question: He shouldn't is, have his number retired. No. I mean, I didn't go through all the stats for all those guys because, like, you were you were flying. Let's be real. You were you were a freight train of anger going through there. It's because I had the numbers pulled up. Yeah. I I don't know what those accolades are for most of those guys until I cover the guys you mentioned. But They're here's all the, the thing: 60s. If you're gonna if you're gonna tell me, if you think about it, they've retired like one number since the '80s. This is the thing. Is if you if you tell me that Cedric Maxwell's number is retired, shouldn't no All Stars shouldn't be one Finals MVP. But now you're telling me that KG's number can't be retired. Well, because that's because I don't think Cedric should be won up there. a ring. He was an All Defensive Player. Um, he won deep every, Defensive Player of the Year here. Didn't he, he won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. All he was an All First Team All NBA during the 0708 team, and then he was an he was an All Defensive Player for. Four of his six years he was here on NBA All-Defense, and he was an all-star for five of the six. Sure, it wasn't a long career, but he has more accolades than other guys at the rafters. So it's like, at that point, it's like... Take them all down. If you're, I agree. If you're going to clean house, clean house. But if you're not going to clean house, his number deserves there to be up there more than some yeah. other guys. I yes. was also going to say really quickly, that, too. That's the problem. Did Ray Allen come first, or was it KG? KG. Okay, they so... They Ray Allen afterwards. Okay, no, so... They got Ray Allen at the draft. Right, because they traded they fucking... They traded Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff Green. Green. Okay, so, so, right. so no Ray Allen, no KG. No KG, no Ray Allen, no championship. Paul Pierce, without those two, doesn't get there. a championship. Does there, he still go in the rafters? Yeah, probably. He's still like the top five Celtic of all time. Because then I mean, if tough, that's the I case... He, I don't think he would have stayed as long as he did. Uh, exactly. Well, he okay. left, but, and yeah. if that's the case, then fucking, again, KG basically fucking was a gigantic part to, again, the championship. Banners hang forever. I'm just mad that, like... Can they put KG's name up there? Like, that's the thing. Like, number five is a very used number on the league. I was going to say, well, who's who number five right now? Five right now. No, no one. one. But I'm saying that, like, if somebody wanted nuts. to use it, 
Well, no one. Well, they probably because they, they probably won't let anybody. They, they probably, probably, yeah, like, they do probably retiring it. They already announced they're retiring it. Like they made yeah. that whole fucking celebration on Twitter about well, it. What was the whole thing with Grant? He was like number something, like forty something, and then he switched to twelve when Terry left. Right? He was like a gross ass yeah, number. Kept, Joe and I were trying to decipher the code. Remember that? He kept putting up like police are coming. He was like put up police cars on his Instagram story, and we're like, what the fuck is Grant Williams doing? Twelve. Yeah. And we were like, oh, it's twelve. Yeah, it took us a while to figure out what was happening. It was because he because he twice. like he he wasn't even that too. He like kept saying, "Oh, I'm making room for someone else." Yeah, and we were like, "What is?" We're like, "Well, who going who?" Because we were thinking somebody else was on the way, like a trade. And it was just more like, and we were like, "Well, oh, what gross ass numbers. number are you wearing now that someone actually would want?" And then I don't Nothing. even think Taco took it. Well, Taco took ninety nine, didn't he? Yeah, because it was because wasn't it because because so, they were signing Taco to a whatever it was, yeah, a deal. And I was like, "Wait, what happened?" So that's besides look, the point. Look, KG. If we're doing, if we're going by what the Celtics do now, then yes, KG should be up there because he defensive player of the year, All Star, NBA champion. Like he was the reason they won that championship. All NBA. He was the best player on that team. Yes, but the fact like retiring someone's number should be like Larry Bird, Bob Cousy, John Havlicek. Oh no, I agree with that. Like like when you get your number retired, you are like the man. Like you're the dude. No, I agree. We're, so we agree on that. It's just it's just like now we're current stand. We retired Bill Sharman. He's named after a. Fucking toilet paper it, roll. This is this is the gripe I have with the uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles with the statue of Nick Foles. They have a statue of Nick Foles. You haven't seen this. They have oh a statue God. of Nick Foles that uh, that is a loser franchise. Bud Light. I think Bud Light sponsored it partly because of Philly Philly. Dilly I'm a dilly. big Bud Light fan. Um, but they have a statue of Nick Foles outside the getting ri- outside of the stadium, like of when they were like saying like, "Yes, let's call Philly Philly for that Super Bowl." And I like <sighs> I saw that and I was like, "This is the." Saddest thing in the world. This loser franchise. I don't even... You don't deserve that ring. Philly's a loser city because they have a fucking Rocky. He's a made-up character. They have a a statue of Rocky. My my friend made that comment. He was like... He's like, honestly, though, it's better than Rocky. It it is better than Rocky, but Rocky's terrible. Like, you have a... You put a statue. You paid money for a statue... A of a dude, you didn't even you didn't even honor Sylvester Stallone. You honor you honored the guy who he made up, Rocky Balboa. He's a fake character. Oh my god! What? what Philly, let me hear you. I think that guac got me hot today because I'm pissed off. Okay. We had Chipotle guac. All right, we so uh, let's let's get the rest of the Celtics stuff out of the way. Thirty-seven minutes. We're actually doing all right. That's not too bad. I might. For, so Celtics news. Uh, Kemba Walker is going to be on a strength plan until January. I expected that. January. Yeah. Or. Right? Uh, Maybe, December, maybe. late December, June. He's going to miss no, the game. No, it's, it's, it's later than December. It's, it's like, January, like, it's like late January, early February, I think. He's out for like months. Yeah, because they didn't think the season, allegedly, is because they did the plan thinking the season would start later than it it's is. Like they thought it was starting mid June, uh, mid January, but it started late December because they bumped it up. So, anyway, he's out to like February. So let's just call it February. If he comes back yeah. sooner, fine. Um, but he's effectively, on, he's they're on not a strength gonna, plan. They want to make sure the knee's right. Which makes I am 100% for that. I would keep him out till fucking. April for all I care like yeah get what, him right. where he get matters him, get him enough just to get him get him so playoffs. he's not rusty for the playoffs where my thinking is with this is like it's kind of the bubble thing we're like we're not gonna have fans this year anyway because Pfizer Pfizer just is it Pfizer yeah Pfizer just they're, just they're shipping the they're shipping it now too. yeah the FDA just approved it um Shit for shipments today I heard Fauci said something about it by next year by yeah, like so the like, NFL playoffs they should have stadiums packed again and so my yeah because it takes because the um Cause it's going to at risk and healthcare workers first. And that's going to be until like that. They said, like I think they said spring. like late February, early late. No, like late March, I think is by the time they'll get that rolled out for them. Yeah. And then it's like the general population, like April yeah. on is when they can start getting it. I think. And so my point of bringing that up is that there's going to be no fans in the stadiums for this upcoming playoffs for the, for the NBA. So 
when you're when everyone's like you have to get home court advantage, you you cannot go to other teams' things. That's not because they don't want to play in Toronto or like they're not playing in Toronto. But you get the point. Like it's not like it's not like oh man, the Celtics have to go play in Philly. It's like no, the Celtics have to go play in Philly against the Philly fans. Like that's what home court advantage yeah. comes from. So home court advantage is, is completely moot. Um, without any like fans. the only like the only benefit is I get to have sleeping more games where I'm sleeping in my own bed. Yeah. So like fine, but point being like the the home court advantage thing that everyone talks and about strength, and the strength of opponent. Like if you're the one seed, you're playing a team that barely got in. But this, so this is this is my this is my thing is that, um, I'm not worried about strength of opponent because Celtics at full health, I think can take anybody in the East, and that means no, no. I mean, I just mean from the standpoint of oh, like, I know if what you're, you're saying. If like, you're the one seed, there's still a benefit of I have to play the eight seed, like whoever the eight seed is this yeah. year, like the Magic. All right, yeah. And so my my point of this is that when I said like I'm bringing this up because I said I would hold Kemba out to the playoffs for all I care. Because because they'll, they'll still be like the four seed. They'll be the four seed, and then I trust them to beat anybody, especially without any home court advantage. Like there's nothing there. If Kemba's fully healthy, you get a top five to seven point guard along with Tatum, who's been going all year. Brown has been going all year. Like the five team, to seven, really? Yeah, Kemba. I think Kemba, like Kemba coming 10, out of Charlotte like, was like top five, top I'd seven, say top ten. He made an All NBA team. He literally had to be top five, top seven. It's true. So coming out of Charlotte, so that's where I'm like Kemba's peak is like top five, top seven. Um, if you want to move that around because John Wall's back now, and if you think John Wall's better, fine, whatever. Um, uh, fine. So we'll say top ten. We'll we'll make a top third of the league. Point being, you're getting a damn good All NBA point guard if he's fully healthy. And so, my point of this is like, I don't care how long Cam has to stay out. Just make sure he's healthy for the playoffs because that's where it matters. This is kind of like the bubble atmosphere again. We're like, no home court. It doesn't matter. It's just like a whose team is literally better and playing playing better. And so, if Cam is fully healthy, and that takes until April. And the playoffs start in like May or whatever it is, June. Fine, do it because I'd rather have Kemba miss ninety percent of the regular season than be fully healthy for the playoffs and have him play eighty five percent of the regular season, but he's already wearing down when the playoffs yeah. come. And so, my point of the long window way of saying keep Kemba out for as long as you need because his health in the playoffs is more important. Like the Celtics getting the three seed instead of the five seed. Like who gives a shit? There's no, it doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, like, it could though, because that's when you have to look at like seeds, and then that, like, I feel like whenever you get into playoff season, everyone's like, "Well, you, you never, I don't know if you, you got to get that fourth seed because you don't want to face like the Bucks at five or you like." There's See, little weird matchups like that. With that, a healthy Kemba, like, I knows? trust him to beat anybody in the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, it's still nice to not have to play yeah, the one course. seed until the the conference finals. But if it was like, all right, you can have. So let's put it this way: if you can have an unhealthy Kemba. But play the Bucks in the East Conference Finals, or have a fully healthy Kemba, but play them in the semifinals. What would you choose? I mean, yeah, I would choose the healthy Kemba. So that's what that's how I'm just, my line I'm of just saying. I wouldn't say it doesn't matter at all. It matters. I think, a little you're, bit. I think you're exaggerating the fact. For my point, it's hyperbole. Point. Yeah, you're you're exaggerating the impact. What's new? What's new? When realistically speaking, <laughs> we both we all in this room know he will be back by like April, the middle of the season. Yeah. Is that like what Kemba? I mean, that's a fur. And I, it's just rest man- out, it's just rest management. It's just load management. That's what I was going to say. Kawhi jealous. Yeah. Big big load management. Never guy. play on back to backs. I don't care. Don't play on back to backs. Just make it make it so Kawhi is physically angry that he has to play more than Kemba Walker. But is Kemba a guy that has to get in a groove? I don't say. Ramp, I don't. I mean, well, that's up, the thing, though. But yes. then, how do you tunnel ramp? Load, tunnel how do you management, and then you give him a couple. You give him a little bit of last run couple going games into of the regular playoffs. season. Go in with like full. I feel that, but I just again, I just don't well, know. Like, from only also, watching he the season, hot as hell last year. So like, I don't know how much of a. Groove. He, he just to he's get like into. Kemba. Kemba's one of those guys. Um, Joe, you follow him, handsome Jake on Twitter. Yes. Um, he's been big on this, and I agree. Kemba's Tribune one of those of guys. Plebs. Huh? Tribune. Yeah. Tribune of plebs. Um, 
Jake's one of those guys who is saying that Kemba's one of the guys who can be like oh for like can be like one for like eight or one for nine going like a halftime, and then you look at the end of the game and he's like fifteen for like twenty two, and it's like oh shit, it's like he just gets hot really quickly, and so like I don't put a lot of stock in like oh, Kemba might need some ramp up time. Like Kemba's just he makes like a three or two, and then he's instant. He's he's, he, he's the microwave badge. Like he is like 2K. he's like he's amethyst microwave badge from two K twenty one. Um, and so I don't like, I see miles point of like ramping them up. Um, cause you want anybody ramped up. You don't want to come in cold, the playoffs. And so they have to do some kind of ramp up, but like, I am more than fine load managing the ever living hell out of Kemba. And plus if they load manage him, if Pritchard pops, like for some reason, I'm just saying if Pritchard or, or Tremont waters pops in Kemba's absence, that solidifies the bench. And so like, this could be like a Hayward thing where Tatum popped because Hayward was out. Can someone else pop in Kemba's absence? Like smart. We already know what smart is, or does smart offense, smart's offense get better because of this, like, et cetera. I think the bigger advantage, yes, I agree. Like, you get a guy off the bench that starts to have to play better, and then, boom, like, that solidifies your bench rotation, your bench scoring. The bigger excitement for me is Jalen. Getting a lot. Not even Jason. Jason Jalen gets the second most touches now. Jalen's going to get touches, and if you look at his stats from games with Kemba and Hayward out, and he was the number two option, he He went off. Yeah. And they were and the the stats proved it showed it up last year. They were like they lost I think one game all year where he scored like when he when he scored like twenty points or more. Yeah, like anytime he scored, anytime he was scoring and was efficient, they won. And it's like cool, get him those reps now. Yeah, I'm. I mean, my goal my goal for this se- season is for Kemba to be the third option by playoffs. That healthy Kemba Walker is our third option. That would be that would be the That'd having be two having two. Scoring wings is better than having one scoring wing and one scoring point guard because the point guard can always score. But having two wings being able to do and everything. And the point guard bump in Brad's system, like a bump point guard can I mean, be Yeah, longer. like Jeff Teague might be a starter. System. Like, I don't, maybe not, but like, you get yeah. my point. It's I'm kind of part of why Jaylen's from a roster like standpoint, push. sorry to cut off, but like it's part of why like from a roster construction standpoint, I've always kind of felt like you didn't need to pay point guards. I think they're going to stop that after this, after Kemba. Because like on. realistically speaking, like it's kind of why I was like back like earlier this year I was kind of on my like you can trade, oh, Ke- trade Kemba, Kemba Kemba take is that like any decent point guard gets a point guard bump from Brad. Yeah. The I system mean, is yeah. good for point guards. It's like one of those things too where it's like I feel like especially maybe it's just a recency bias. I don't know. But all the recent champions and everything uh, the teams aren't built around like a fucking star point guard. Besides Curry. Besides, and I was going to say besides Curry but you look at those it was like Yes, there was Curry, but you also had the wing player, and then you had a solid big man who was also in the time of like transitioning in the NBA was a solid stretch five, small ball five who could also go to the three, bang inside, could play deep. Like Draymond Green was obviously all of that and was like the perfect big man at that time. So, yes, I understand in that situation in Golden State, they were built around a legitimate point guard, but like. You look at the Heat, LeBron and Dwayne Wade. They were small forward shooting guard. You had two wings. You look and at Chris Bosh was a four. And Chris Bosh was a big guy. And then even before that, Dallas beating them. All the San, San Antonio teams. Tony Parker was obviously good, but he wasn't the star. It, it was built around Duncan. It was Duncan, and it was and Kawhi later years. Kawhi after it was Manu. early Manu on. It was David guard. David Robinson oh, and all that. Like yeah, so, Admiral. I mean, it, it was just like. But I that's would say the, the Pistons on, were but. built around Chauncey Billups more. Or I mean, less. just look at just look but at that was a scrappy team. No, I know. I'm with saying like, that's one of the Rip Hamilton. Up, like, I know Rip Hamilton. Just and look at the, just take a ben look Wallace. at the like Wallace top. And, if you were to say like who are the top ten players in the league, it's all wings. Seven of them are wings. And it's, even now, I mean, again, you look at two like you look at Toronto. They didn't. It was 
Kyle Lowry, but you have Kawhi. Kawhi. It was Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi and, 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 and even before that, had, and, and before that they had DeRozan. Yeah, exactly. So. This brings up. This kind of goes back to um, an ar- not an argument, a good debate we had in the DMs a couple weeks ago when I was like, I would take Tatum over Kyrie right now. Like Tatum's a better player. I put more value on wings than I do guards, and so because Miles was like, "You're really gonna put Tatum over Kyrie?" And I was like, "Yes, I will." This for the season. Um, that's because I think I had inherent value. Like you get inherent, you get you're inherently more valuable as a as a wing than you are a guard if you can do more things. Like if a wing and a guard can do the exact same thing somehow, the wing is more valuable because they're just bigger. Like that, you get a bump from that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the size matters, and so <laughs> size matters, folks. Um, I'm talking wingspan. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking wingspan too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but that's why, like, I've come around, like, to... At first, I didn't, like, when you brought up the trade camera thing, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you, like, explained it to me, and I was like, oh, you were just saying, like, you think Tatum will be good enough eventually to be like, you just don't need a star point Genius guard. walks alone. Yeah, genius walks alone. And it, it was might be correct. We said we have to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, not quite yet there yet, but... But you saying that you want Jalen to get the second most touches goes back to what Miles said before we got on air, that he's excited that this is the Jays team this year. Yeah, I, I was pretty excited because, again, it's with Gordon Hayward, it's one less hand in the soup or, like, in the pot, whatever, like, one less chef, whatever you want to fucking say. But, like... Chefing in the kitchen. Yeah, it's it's going to be exciting because, again, like, finally, like, as long, like, awaited, I feel like, as it has been, you get to see the two young guys that you drafted and have groomed and just kind of like watched grow over these last three, four years. Five now for Jalen Brown, obviously. It's it's going to be exciting because, again, you look at the way that the league is going and it's such a heavy wing-centric like league and especially all the better teams, if you want to say. So to have two perennial superstar young guys both – well before their prime and I can only imagine when they actually get into that where they're like 28 29 30 even like even 27 if you want to go that young it's gonna be I don't know yeah I'm pretty excited for it because again I think Jalen Brown took a lot of big steps with his handles and I think even like his vision his shooting who knew he would be that efficient of a three-point shooter after his first year in the Coming league out of Cal, yeah. like I didn't think he would even be this close I thought he was gonna be it's like the same thing. I don't mean to get too far off track. It's like Marcus Smart, how far leaps and bounds he's taken as a three-point shooter. I thought Jalen Brown would be like even shittier than Marcus Smart I, I was three, four like years ago. It would ago. be a success if Jalen Brown got to be like a league average yeah. NBA shooter. And now, he's a, now he's well above league average on well above. Yeah, now he's like efficient attempts. and a good and then shooter. You, and and you so you pair that with a guy that's now freshly statted at six ten, big wing, Jason Tatum, Mama. There goes that man. Jason Tatum. Wow. It's it's like green. Bang! Puts it in. Jason Tatum and the Celtics lead by three. It's a uh, it's a scary duo in the. Uh, when did you get into impressions? Because they're not good. Oh, he's, he's always dude. They're not good. Since always. I've known this kid. Shit. <laughs> no, 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 we're not going back to no, no. Shit. We're not going back to that time of day. But anyways, I'm uh yeah. Thinking of talking uh, about wings, I want to do this quick exercise. The one, thing I, the one thing I will add is that um, even Ainge in his press conference when they kind of were re-entering the, talk the preseason wings. talked about saying he's excited that they're built around wings because those are the important players in the league. Yeah, and if I was perfect transition, I brought up the power ranks for the NBA this year. Before you go into that, can I just say real quick, I was, I was dying at this because this is just such a funny Dwight Howard thing. <laughs> it's so off topic, but Dwight Howard is being sued by two women he hired to take <laughs> care of his giant snake. 
It's just, just such a funny that could caption. Be taken wrong. That could be taken such wrong. a funny caption. And What's the wingspan on that TMZ snake? What's the wingspan on that snake? TMZ Sports reported the women are claiming at least 50K in unpaid wages for services rendered, including taking care of Howard's exotic snake collection. collection. That's all I just wanted to say. That's I just wild. I saw that on the on the feed and it just Wait, made, me, it made me giggle. Is that even legal? Having an exotic snake? Jeez, Marcus Smart, year Probably. seven, huh? What? Yeah, smarts in year. Gaming in year five is wild. All right, so let's. What's this exercise? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) The NBA power rankings. Number one, Lakers. Best player. Wing player. Eighty. Wing player. Oh. Oh, you. you, (laughs) I thought you were just gonna say some weird name like it was like eighty is ranked. They don't give you best player. I'm just saying. Even then, he's a four. Wing player. Wing. Because wing, I think wing. I got an argument with somebody on Twitter. Probably like a wing. I think wing goes two, three, four. But I got an argument with someone who was like. There's no four on a wing. It's like, I think there is on what some fuck? fours being a wing. I but think it's, I think it's two, three, four. I think it's, wings. yeah, the four, I think it can split. I think, I think you could argue AD like, has the skill set to play the, like to be a wing. Yeah, I would even say three and four. Like I understand two, but like, yeah, Cause, like just because like Jalen Brown, oh, you're a wing, forward. but he's a bigger two. You think of a wing, I think of a forward. So like, and yeah, a guard yeah. and like a bigger guard. Like Jay, so Jalen's a wing player. That's what I'm saying. Like, like a big yeah, two. Yeah, okay. So yeah, they have arguably their wings. two best players are wings. Yes. Um, Number two, Bucks. Best, pl- best player is a wing. Chris yeah. Middleton's a wing. Yeah. Two wing players. Not that Chris Middleton's great, but like but yeah, Giannis is a wing. It's pretty damn good. Brooklyn Nets. Best player, Katie's a wing. wing. Yeah. Um, Clippers. Two best players. Paul George, wings. Kawhi, wings. Miami Heat. Best player, wing. Jimmy Butler, wing. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Number six. Best player, wing. Luka Doncic. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he, wing. He's, point he's, a, he's, a, he's a point forward wing. Denver Nuggets. Best player, Jokic, not a wing. That's kind of um, that he's an outlier. He's an I was saying yeah, he's but you an look outlier. at Michael Par- Michael, Michael Porter's Porter, gonna be a wing. Michael Porter and Gary Harris, if you want to even add to that, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray is a one, yeah, but like, but yeah. So they, Michael Porter has has the ability to grow into something for them because he's already a good scorer. Boston Celtics, two wings. best players. Well, I'll still say Kemba's over Jalen at this moment if they're both healthy. God, they but are, they're built around. They but they're built around Tatum. Jalen Brown, if that's the case, dude, it's like, I know what you're saying because I know how really you feel, close. but like, dude. Th- <sighs> I mean, because Kemba's peak is a legitimate, like, top 20 player. I'm not, I'm not I sure Jalen's top not, Yeah, I'm not trying yet. to undervalue Kemba at all, and I wasn't trying to earlier, but yeah, I just. <sighs> um, So Celtics, Tatum, wing, Brown, wing, smart, more or less a wing, honestly, because he plays two, plays three, plays four. He plays everywhere, so I call him wing. Um, 76ers. Best player might be Embiid. Best player might be Simmons, but Simmons is a wing. So, yeah. Tobias, Tobias Harris, they signed him, wing. Jimmy Butler, when he was on that team, wing. Um, Toronto Raptors, best player is Kyle Lowry, I guess. But Pascal Siakam. And, and yeah, Siakam Pascal is a Siakam wing. and Kyle Lowry. Um, Siakam, wing. OG Anunoby, wing. Kawhi beforehand, wing. But when they won, they had Kawhi, wing. Kawhi, wing. Portland Trailblazers, they haven't done anything, and their two best players are guards, so maybe that tells you something. Dame and CJ McCollum. Jazz best player is Donovan Mitchell. Pseudo wing. He's a two, um, but he runs point a lot. So I don't know if I want to call him a wing, really. That's like a loose wing. Um, but then but even, it even goes to show, though, that most of these teams that have guards, they're bigger guards. Yeah, they're like they're, they're not a diminutive guard. Like um, besides like Lowry's not big. Yeah, well, Lowry plays bigger. Than Lowry he is. plays a little bigger than he is at six foot. Um, Golden State best player is not a wing. It's Curry, but that is like... He's a the, transcendent I was say, he's shooter. a transcendent it's, point guard. It's a little different when it's like, you change the game. Phoenix Suns, best player, Devin Booker, wing. He's a two guard. Um, he's a big two. Um, and then, DeAndre Ayton's a five. Kelly Uber, before he got traded, was a wing. He was like their third best player, maybe. Um, 
So again, the point's been made. Yeah, Houston Rockets. I would argue Harden is a wing. Is because he, I mean he's a two. He plays two, three, one. Um, Pelican Zion wing, Pacers and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, oh yeah, Brandon Ingram. How did I forget to bring her? Um, Pacers. Sabonis is a four. Uh, pseudo wing, semi wing. And TJ Warren. TJ Warren wing. Uh, Grizzlies. John Moran is not a wing. And with, Victor Oladipo. Uh, he's a guard. I'd say he's, he's more yeah, or less he's a, more guard. Guard than he's a wing. He's a one to two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grizzlies did not have a wing really. Jaron Jackson kind of um, is a four, but John Moran's like a, a total one. Wizards don't have a wing. Bradley Beal's a two through and through. Um, we could stop there, like, but. Point being, we got to 20, and then you start falling off like, who's a good wing? The All the top teams yeah. in the league have good wings. Because now we've reached 20 to the Magic. Or Aaron Gordon, maybe. Vucevic. Vucevic is a five. Spurs, DeRozan, but they're 21, and he's not a good wing anymore. Atlanta Hawks, led by Trey Young, not even close to a wing. The lollipop. Yeah, uh, the, lo- the dirty lollipop from the oh, floor. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish could be. Kevin Huerta. Huerta. But like their best player is not a wing. And they're not good. I'm Todd not sure those two coincide, so but you get my point. Timberwolves, not a wing. Like I'm trying, like Cats a five. Chicago Halo. Bulls, Levine's a wing kind of, but like here we go. That's my exact point. It's a wing driven league, and so the Celtics are incredibly fortunate, really, to be able to have Jalen and Tatum both be wings. Um, I think that's why you see them draft a lot of wings, like Neesmith wing, Romeo Langford wing, Grant wing. Uh, smart wing. They're like, see, Brad, like, this has been known around Boston before, but like, Brad doesn't even divide it by one, two, three, ball four, handler, five. Ball handler, wing, big. Yep. It's literally, you ball handle, are you a wing? You can do both, or are you a big strictly? That's how Brad divides it. And the majority of the Celtics players. basketball, baby. Huh? Positionless, yeah, positionless basketball, basketball baby. exactly. And really, the majority of the Celtics team is wings. Like, when you go down the list, smart wing, Tatum wing, Brown wing, Langford wing, Javante Green wing, um, Grant I, Williams wing. I'd say Langford. Smith wing. I'd say Langford's a guard. He, well, he plays. He's like a he's like a two three hybrid. He's small, yeah, he's a, two, like, he's a small three big two. So um, he's like a similar size to Jalen. Hayward was a wing. Hayward was a wing. So like points been made, but like really, it's never been more valuable to have a wing in in the NBA, and so that's why I think Tatum. Um, I have like I already have Tatum top fifteen in the in the league. ESPN top, has him as eleven this yeah, year. Yeah, he's a, I have him like top fifteen, top twelve. And if he keeps playing better, like if he plays, if he like he if he plays how we did in the bubble for the entirety of a year, then he's probably top ten. I'm not sure whether where that lands us on our docket because I think that might have exhausted our Celtics takes. Yeah, that did. I'm trying to figure out where to go next. Um, um I think I think we can jump into we got a couple things. I think we what are we looking at time wise? Pretty good, right? Fifty eight. So yeah, we have like so about ten fifty minutes left. I would say we should. I say two more topics to bring up: James Harden trade rumors, persistent. It's he's being a complete douche. He's yeah, I would love him to just. I would love the Rockets off. just throw him to the Bucks. No, yeah, because what? they they hate each other. You know how Nobody bad that he wants to go to the Bucks. I know, but do you know how bad they would be? Giannis and him, they would hate. They wouldn't. They would hate each other. This is this is the question I want to ask. Nah. They see that's a team. That, that's see that's a team where the I Celtics. feel like if the Bucks did give, I don't mean to cut you off, but like if the Bucks did, the Bucks would be giving them so much shit that they would be just so depleted that the two of them would wouldn't fucking do Harden, anything. And again, I feel like they're Middleton and like future picks. Oh, it'd be like Drew, Drew, Drew Holiday too. They probably have to get Stephen Shenzo's going. 
Yeah, like everyone picks. Gone. Like, dude, they would be depleted as shit, and it's literally depleted. gonna be fucking those two guys that don't already like each other and have a history of beefing and like I'm really having sure some are. weird turmoil. But maybe that would. Anyways, work. yeah, go ahead. I don't actually want to see it, but I also like a small would part of me. Want, would mind. you want James Harden on the Celtics? No. Knowing what it would cost, like in a vacuum, yes. Knowing in a real world, if you're like a human with a working brain and you know things aren't taken in back va- taken in vacuums, no. James Harden. So I'm, a, so I'm a human without a working brain. James Harden. No, is no, a, I mean like I would want him. No, I'm saying you would. T- you know, you know, considering like it's not in a vacuum, like you would still give up players itself. Like yes, yes, I would. I would give up. Smart I know you have Brown. a working I would brain. give up Smart Brown and picks. For him. I'm saying that people that don't like who say like don't even worry about we're getting what you're giving away. Like it, put it in a vacuum. It's like no, you can't take it in a vacuum. Like you have to consider outliers. You're you're weighing the outliers. You have a working brain. Okay. People so, who don't weigh the outliers. I mean, weigh okay. So so knowing it would cost picks, Jaylen, Smart. Smart. And Jalen, would you do it? No. I would. On one condition. He signs a long-term extension. Does Tatum want him? Oh, uh, I would say no. Tatum's honestly. at the point where he should be, in, you should be thinking about what he wants in roster moves, which is why I thought they were going to bring Giles in. Anyways, but. Well, they brought in. Um, they brought in that other Duke forward. What's, what's his name? I don't remember his name. I saw the USA basketball highlight, though, yeah. and Tatum was like, sign this man. And yeah. then they did, and it was kind of funny. Um, Hopefully he's good. I don't think he will be. But. I don't either. But if ta- the the only. The only qualifying factor for me is if Jason Tatum wants Harden on the Celtics, I would make that trade. If Tatum gives the ultimatum of like, look, get Harden. No, it's not even an ultimatum. If it's Tatum, would you want this to go down? And he says, yes, you do it. I guess you're a better team team with him. I I agree that you are a better team and like you may be a better team, but then like there's also those reports of what Chris Forsberg saying. That uh, Jeff T claims he didn't know how close they were Tatum as Brown like actual so, yeah, best friends from afar. They don't want, that's why I'm so like, like, if like, they don't want him, they don't want him. So like, dude, fine. if if he was like, that's a, I guess so. Yeah, you have to do look at that. Like, if Tatum does, that's like, the thing is, it, if you go to Tatum and say, hey, this is the package we think could get it done for Harden if we were interested. If you he, are, I just few, don't see. Yeah, you are don't our future right yes. now. It's you and Jalen. What what do you guys think? What do you think? Not you guys, because obviously Jalen's. Jalen's. I would not do. I wouldn't do it just because I feel like it's like. (laughs) Yes, me and Harden are also boys. He'll sign a long term deal, and we'll be nasty. You do it. Sorry, watching red zone here. Just watch the Jaguars kicker eat shit. (laughs) Yo, what? That that was not good. The hell was that? Alder Grossos. You you make that trade. In my opinion, you make that trade because yes. Jason uh, Jalen Brown is good. He has talent. Obviously, I love Jalen Brown. Green teamers love Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. It's fine. James Harden is a perennial offensive talent. He is so freaking good at the game of basketball. Just because you don't like the way he plays doesn't mean he's not good. No, I don't mind the way he plays. I don't. I know a ton of people that are like, he would get eaten up Boston. He's too soft. Like, dude, he's he's so freaking good. And the teams he's on are always good. Yeah. Like he carries these teams offensively. So Miles, what do you? We haven't heard from you yet. If you do it or no, not? No, I don't know. It's there. It's just because there's a lot of like different factors that like go into it. Like Joe said, if Jason Tatum or like whatever. And again, if Tatum says no thanks, because realistically, the timeline and I've been consistent on this. Your timeline is maximize your window with Jalen and Jason right now. One hundred percent. And yeah. if there's a different person that matches that timeline, that Jalen prefers, that Jason prefers better because he is the guy. Okay, you make a move. My whole thing is I think that ultimately the end goal with how the Celtics roster is built up right now, at some point you have to, and they're going to add that third guy. 
So I don't, and so like giving away Jalen Brown and then Marcus Smart, I feel like takes them back. Like you said, there's this period of like a, a window or whatever. That was an awful throw. Uh, there's like this period and window that I feel for, like for is context, ex- Mahomes just threw a pick. That was trash. So bad. <laughs> that was so bad. Sorry, uh, sorry, Adam. Buck- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyways, they. I feel like if you get rid of Jalen Brown and Mark Smart in that situation where you get James Harden, that window closes, and then what happens afterwards with James Harden? What if it doesn't work out two years? And does he just like say fuck it? And then what? Now you're left without Jalen Brown, who could have been here for way more than two years same with Marcus Smart and then also you look at it as like okay sure maybe he does go the full contract maybe it does work but you still have I still think you need a third star I don't think you get the third so here's the thing is the third guy is well first off most teams right now are built on duos it's like a weird shift in the NBA where big threes turned into duos because like you have Kawhi and Paul George yeah AD and LeBron LeBron and AD yeah Tatum and Brown Tatum and And Kemba Katie and Kyrie so like Katie and Kyrie so your your fire. avenue and I. This is why I made my take about this last. Like, oh shit, David month, Montgomery. The a wrong. month ago, your avenue to get better is the Kemba Walker max contract slot. Yeah. That is your avenue to get better right now. Yeah, because they're gonna have an open slot when he's well. Will they have it anymore? I don't think well, they'll have it anymore. Sign and trade. It'll have to be something. It'll have to be something because it could be a sign and trade. It's you're Tatum's gonna have gonna to, be on, Tatum's gonna be on a full max by the time Kemba's gone. Like he's already on the max. I think yeah, but you can in. make a sign and trade work. They got it cost them a second to make it a sign trade for Gordon. Yeah. They'll make it happen. Um, if you can get that sign and trade, then you have that max slot still. And even if you traded, and to your point about you, what do you have? You just lost, you lost Tatum or you lost Brown, but you got Harden. Same thing. You have that max contract slot still. Once he goes, you have that max money slot. So like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, I just, my, my point is if it's something that the, that, Tatum's on board with and ownership and like the front office is on board with. Don't overthink this. Like, don't be Miami Heat fans saying, Would you include Tyler Hero in a package for James Harden? Yes. The answer is yes. And the answer should be yes for Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. That's also if Tyler Hero could hold Jalen's jock strap. If this mat if it if it mattered. That is my point. Don't overvalue them. So my my no didn't factor in Tatum wanting him just because like, and, my, and that's my only, wow, that oh, was, that was nasty. AJ Brown's had a nasty one. Actually. Shit. I'm going against him in my money. League. I'm so sad. We didn't get him. What the hell are we doing with Nikhil Harry? Anyway. Um, sorry. Look, like I say no to Harden for multiple reasons. Jalen is 24. Tatum is 22. Harden is 32 and has two years left on his deal or like two plus this year. So like three, um, by the time Harden's done, like affect, like let's say he doesn't sign a contract and he's here for two and two and a half years. So I don't order. think it'll happen because I don't think the timeline will match up and Tatum won't want it. That's why I don't want it. But if Tatum wanted it, you do it. If yeah, if, I mean, if Tatum's pushing for it and he's like, "Look, I, I want this. Like, can you get you, it done?" You then do yes. it and you, you okay, cool. We're on the same page. That's it. So we, yeah, once we qualified it, we're on the same. So page. yeah, if Tatum goes to Danny, was like, "Look, I talked to Harden. He wants to be here. I want him here. Get it done." Then yes, you have to do it because if not, then you probably lose Tatum as well for not, but not also helping like, him. It's not too much to give up those guys for him. Yeah, like Jalen and Marcus, like Marcus Smart are like Harden is that good. Harden is is probably the best scorer of this generation, like pure score wise. So He's so good. And he, he can play off the ball. He averages thirty that. points like it's nothing. Like when he puts up thirty points, like if Tatum puts up thirty points, I'm on Twitter being reckless. When Harden puts up thirty points, like oh Harden went for thirty again, and so like that's holding. He just held the shit out of the punter. Um, yes. Yeah, so 
Hard is more than good enough to, to be worth Jalen and Marcus and whatever the hell else you give. Yes. Um, and so I do it if Tatum goes to Ainge, he's like, look, talk to him behind the scenes. I love Jalen, but Hard wants to be here and I want him here. Make it work. Fine. But if it's just Ainge, like, operating rogue and, like, just not factoring in anybody, like, Tatum's not going there pushing for it, then I say no because Jalen's going to be here for longer and I think that this team can win without Harden. Yes. Um, Harden's older. He's more expensive. Does he fit great with Tatum? Maybe not. Like, Tatum is probably becoming more ball-dominant than he is off-ball, um, which is a good thing because you want to be able to control an offense. Jesus, Brandon McManus. Um, you want to be able to control the ball and run the offense? Yes. Harden can play off-ball, but we all know Harden's Harden's value comes from being an on-ball scorer. Like, yeah. being a passer, high high usage, and all that kind of stuff. So, they probably fit together fine. It's just the fact of like, you gotta, you, if Tatum is not demanding it, you have to give up your best defender in Smart. You have to give up your second or third best player in Jalen. You gotta give up mounds of draft picks that could be cheap. They're gonna, because the Celtics so are gonna cheap bench up in the future. I don't think that you need as many draft picks if you're giving up Tatum. If you're giving up Tatum. No, God, no. Don't go Tatum. up Brown and Smart because. You probably still get like two, at least two or three. Yeah. These are gonna be late 20s. Yeah, but you're still giving them, you're still giving them the, like, a young wing to build around. Yeah, I know. And I, a young point Well, because I'm, I'm factoring they're going to want a King's Ransom because they told Brooklyn, Houston told Brooklyn flat out, we're not giving you Harden unless you give us KD or Kyrie. He's not going there unless you give us back KD or Kyrie, which is fucking absurd. Because either KD's going to screw over Kyrie or the trade's not going to happen. Because, like... Brooklyn is clearly valuing... K- there was already talk that Brooklyn didn't want Kyrie unless KD was coming. Like, they only took Kyrie on, some people in that front office, because K- KD was with them. Yeah. Like, they weren't going to take Kyrie's headache. With the, like, regardless of how you feel about Kyrie, like, that's been, like, a big topic of discussion this week on Twitter. Um, regardless of how you feel about him, the Nets... Like, it was, it was said by, like, Woj and multiple big reporters that, like, there was already apprehension within the Nets front office that if KD wasn't coming, we really don't want Kyrie. And so... Yeah, I they're clearly going to go to Ky- they're going to go they're going to go to KD to talk about Harden if that happens over going to uh, Kyrie. And so, if they're going to want Kyrie, who has more value than Smart and Jalen put together, I think probably um, another miskick. Jesus, damn it! I have him in my money league. Um, those two have more uh, Kyrie is more value singularly than Jalen and Smart do together. And so, if if they want Kyrie plus from Brooklyn, they're going to want Jalen Smart plus yeah, that's from, a good point. from Boston. Like, they're going to want a haul. And I mean, it's most likely not going to happen. I just was curious if you were going to be yeah, like, no. never, you can't trade Marcus Well, I mean, Smart. I put on Twitter this week I wouldn't do it. Like, flat out just wouldn't wouldn't do it. But you also said objectively it would be a good trade. Objectively. Like objectively, you get better. Objectively, you're probably, like, you're probably better off, I guess. Or at least, I won't, I won't say better off. I will say, objectively, you're not losing the trade. It's not like you overpaid for Harden. Like, Brown, Smart, and some firsts is worth Harden. It's just like, what do I think of Harden? Like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and now and then, so, another reason why, besides on-court fit, off-court, has been a complete douchebag to the Rockets. Like, yes, he's forcing his way out of there. He's, like, trying to, so I get him being distant from the team. But John Wall looked good. Yeah. John Wall looked good. Boogie Cousins looked good, yes, preseason. But if, if John Wall and Boogie Cousins are, like, decent... Harden has a has a quote unquote squad there. Is is Robert Covington still there or yeah. did he signed somewhere? No, he's on Portland. 
Roku signed in Portland, that blows um, for Houston. But like, that's a good team. I mean, yeah. I mean, if Wall's back to who back to his like top five ish point guard, like all NBA point guard, then then you've then, got two all NBA guards. There's no need. And for if sh- Cousins can just be like all star caliber, and then that might be if he could be serviceable. Can he be like a starting big man? Fuck all star. Can he be a starting well, I'm big not man? Saying he needs to be in the game, but like if he Bro, needs just to be like fifteen and ten almost, like dog, literally, yeah. like just consider him. Like if he's someone that you'd be like, can he give you a all star guy? Yeah, can he give you a double double a night? Like, yeah. Point being, that team is going to be is would be hypothetically good, and Harden's not even giving it a chance anymore. Like I get he wants out of Houston, but he's been in strip clubs instead of being at practice. Like he didn't even report to Houston until Wednesday, I think, and he he wasn't even able to play in the preseason game. Because he's in a COVID situation where he has to quarantine, yeah. um, according to league policies. And so, already fucked over Houston there, has been fucking them over the entirety of, tr- of training camp. Do you? Do I care about Houston? No, because their owner's kind of a douche. Um, and Daryl Morey left for a reason. Like, that team is falling apart at the seams. So, here's so here's the, the But it's part man. of that Harden's fault. Like, I don't it know. Is, but if Daryl Morey is now running the Sixers and is, wants Harden, is interested in Harden, Maybe he doesn't want Harden. Maybe he left Houston to get the fuck away from Harden. But what if he left Houston because ownership sucks and it's toxic? And he wants Harden. And he's still like, anyway. I'll take Harden out of there too. It's just we don't want to work for Houston anymore. If I'm, if yeah, if I'm, um, that's the concern. It's like is Harden forcing his way out because it's a Houston problem, and that also why Daryl Morey left. It makes a thousand. Well, I mean, it makes a thousand percent because I've seen people debating: Do you trade Embiid? Do you trade Simmons for Harden? For me, it's very clearly you trade Simmons, Simmons. for Harden because Harden and Embiid is absolutely filthy. Yeah, that would their, their pick and roll would be like cream worthy. Yeah, but that watching it, that every night. Yeah, but also you think about Simmons finally having some like not that he hasn't had shooters, but like some guy that can also like create like as a guard. Simmons can't do anything like on that level. Game, yeah, but it, so do you rely on Harden to be off ball that often for Simmons? Because Simmons is clearly going to be dominating the ball there. Oh, 100. Yeah. Do you rely on Harden to like not you that can't, Harden you can't, can't play, play Simmons off ball. off ball unless all of a sudden Ben Simmons is now playing the four, <laughs> like actually playing the four. Yeah, if you're going to put him like in the low block and like the low in like the post. Yeah. Um, so I don't, Jesus, the Chiefs are having a tough day. Yeah, this is rough too. I guess this is baseball talk, but, uh, DJ LeMahieu and the Yankees are like $25 million apart. Oh yeah, I just That's crazy. Um, good thing we don't care about baseball around here. (laughs) Much, much more than we have to. Sidebar though, arbitration is like. Weird. The, it's, when you think about what arbitration (laughs) is. so stupid. It is like the worst thing you can do. To, to like player. a team that you like a player that you want to keep. The, the the Red Sox did it to bets. I don't mean to get into baseball here, but like that's where that's where they ruined their thing with bets. They took them to arbitration, which basically means we don't think you're worth this, and we're going to prove it in court. Yeah, like over a million and a half dollars. You're going bets. to court to conf- to prove why the player isn't worth the money they want. It's so fucking you're literally stupid. like if I was arbitrating Zach, I'd be like, I'm trying to tell you and prove to a lawyer that you suck. You you blow. not that you suck, but like that no, you, you are blow. not worth what you think you're worth. Oh you God, Patrick Mahomes, what are you doing Dude. today? Hold on, before we continue, what is he, it's going to be fourth and what? That was third and 12, it's going to be fourth Doug, and one. did he forget how to play today? Did like, he fumble? What or was that, was fuck that like is he doing? And he was running over no, he was just running away. himself. Miami, let me hear you. That was some shit Zach would do in Madden I was and about lose to 20 that, yards. But I was going to say this. me. He, Look no, at, no, he was just running. Just get rid of it, Pat. Pat oh, right. You rolled, throw lefty anyways. You forgot Jerome Baker's fast. Anyway. Jerome Baker's fast. And so I don't know what to kind of, because we're now in a minute, an hour 15. It's kind yeah, of if, you, if you couldn't tell, football has obviously started. Yes. So now we're like back and forth. To, um, to kind of wrap up-ish the podcast and the Harden talk, I don't know what happens with that because it's been going on for a while and, and Woj already said I don't expect him to be traded by trading camp. Like if he gets traded, it'll be like mid-season. After yeah, they're going to hold out because they're going to hold out for what they want. Doesn't work. Like if, 
if the Rockets don't work and Harden forces his way out of there, it'll happen during midseason. Because right now, they have the le- the the Rockets have the leverage play against Hughes of against Harden. There's too many H's. They have the leverage play against Harden to say, look, we still have John Wall. We still and have he's under contract Cousins, for two years. And you're under contract with us. You cannot leave. Just see what happens. If John Wall's good, the team is that'll be the best point guard you've played with ever. Because Chris Paul is the best, is probably like a top three point guard ever, but Chris, Chris Paul, Paul in was, Houston. Chris Paul was actually pretty good in Houston. It's just he was he good hurt. in Houston. It was just he got hurt. And so if he didn't get hurt, that team was and John scary. Wall, John Wall currently like at their best, John Wall peak is probably better than what Chris Paul can be at his best this year. Like if if John Wall is, is flashback yeah, three if, years. If John Wall's if John Wall's back to his all NBA form, he will be better than what Chris Paul was with. And, the rocket. And so that's what you sell him on. You're already, and he's better than Westbrook. John Wall will be better than Westbrook at his. I, rem, I remember going to the Celtics Wizards playoff game, my favorite playoff game ever I went to because it was when IT put game up 53. Two. Game yeah. two. And the entire offense, they like would just be like, we're going to ISO John Wall. Give and, it to John Wall and, and he'll post, cook and post up and do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And it's not going to matter. And it was, he's and it that worked. Good. And it was, it worked. It was so infuriating watching that. The reason, and I'm going to catch flack for this for talking highly of John Wall because I clowned one of my friends who wanted to trade for John Wall. At, for the Celtics? Yeah. I wouldn't want him. Because I didn't want him at the money and at the, in the injury risk. Yeah, no, I don't want him either. Like, fuck no. We're- but I will acknowledge if he is healthy and he is back to what he was three years ago, then he's the last good. time he played relevant NBA games. I want to make sure that that's clear. He hasn't yes. played in two years, folks. So. Yeah, he hasn't played in two years because he tore his Achilles in the shower or tore his Achilles like, in, in his house. He, like, tore, he tore his Achilles walking down his stairs in his house or something like that. Or no, the, That's the, the shower was the Rondo thing. Rondo broke his hand in the shower. Either way. Um, he tore his Achilles walking down <laughs> the stairs. Obviously, when he was healthy, he was nasty. It's just, can he stay healthy after missing two full years of basketball? Um, and in the preseason, preseason game, he looked good. Dalvin Cook, go. I have you going. Um, he looked good in preseason. Yeah. The, it was only one game, and it's preseason, so you can't go off too much because we've fallen for that plenty of times. Dumb shit like that. But I, that's Houston's leverage play. Is it, look, if Wall's good and Cousins is serviceable, this might be one of the best teams you've had here. Dude, the West is good, but not like Warriors good. But there's no big three. That's the thing. Going back to what we talked about with duos. It's, it's like, like, do you trust it? Like, then, then you get into Harden and said, do you think you and Harden, I mean, you and Wall can be better than LeBron and AD? If you do, prove it to us. Let's go there. Let's do it. And so that's what they sell them on. There's no, there's no Warriors where it's four all-stars and you have like the dream team playing together. It's not KD, Curry, Clay, Draymond, and then like Boogie Cousins coming off of an injury that they had that last year. No, it's, LeBron AD, Kawhi PG, and then an assortment of things in the in the West. Like Houston could th- theoretically and realistically, if if Wall's good, be the third team in the West comfortably. Yeah, because like if they're good, like they're easily as good as the Mavericks, or easily better, able to yeah, compete the with like the Nuggets. Like, yep. like, and so that's that's Houston's play to him. That's why he won't be traded. I have no idea what happens. Um, and I think they want too much for teams to give up. Like. Brooklyn isn't trying to pair. I mean, Drew Holiday was worth five picks, so that, see, <laughs> good that, luck. That yeah, that already like we, we talked. We brought that up. We yeah. talked like we talked about this. He might be worth the entire Brooklyn franchise and like like the bed of Brooklyn. Yeah. To, to Houston. Name so, name the Brooklyn Bridge after him. Yeah, like <laughs> if that's what James, you, if you need to get him, that's what you're gonna have. It's to the James Harden Bridge, and so Brooklyn's probably trying. They're not trying to like trade away Katie or Kyrie to get Harden. They want the three of them together theoretically. Although I don't know how that works because there's one ball. Um, and can't confirm. There was only one ball. There's one ball, and Kyrie is very ball dominant. He, and that's not really a bad thing. Like that's just play style. Ka, Katie can play off ball, but he works really well as like a point forward and like distributing. And Harden is hard. 
So, like, I don't know how that works. Maybe they do want to trade Kyrie out of there, but that would be terrible publicity for a guy who sold everything to go back home and then they ship him out in a year after he comes off of surgery. Maybe, I don't know. Now I'm just kind of... We needed one ramble, and Fake. I finally did it. Um, yeah, mostly coherent before that. I was, I was fine before this. Now I'm watching. I mean, I would say that if you're going to make... I mean, I, I would argue you're better with KD and Harden than you are with KD and Kyrie. Oh, you're absolutely better than with KD and Harden. If, if, like... In a vacuum, take but, out personalities. But, and that team, that team is going to be a shit show. With there was the video where I don't mean I, mean, I don't need to go into this too deep, but there was the video of him being like, "Kyrie's kind of post up already. eight times a game," and KD was like, "What? No." Yeah. And it's like I don't know if Kyrie was trolling. I think trying he was to be joking, funny. Like yeah, he might have been, but like, and he's already said the thing of like, Kyrie's already said the thing of Steve because they were like, "Oh, what do you?" He was we, in an interview. We, we don't need a Steve. Like, we are head coaches. Yeah, he's like, he was like, what do you think of Steve Nash being the coach? Like, you, you prove that. And he's like, well, one day maybe I'm the head coach. And maybe one day Katie's the head coach. And maybe one day Steve Nash gets to be the head coach. Like, oh my. That, fuck. I, Steve Brooklyn Nash, is a you ticking are in time danger. bomb. That is a ticking time you bomb. You are in danger. Brooklyn survives if Katie is himself. If he's not himself, they will not survive. They will not be that good. Yeah, he needs he needs to be Katie like needs the to best be player like, in the NBA. Katie needs to and be like top survive NBA if player. Kyrie just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> that's not happening. They're not. They're, it's it's like tough. Like I'll love Kyrie, like, there's but there's so much stuff with Kyrie that I'm like I defend, and then there's he's stuff so I can't talented. Defend. He's it's so like, talented, but some of it's just too stop I know, he's just so nice. Like he talking. gets he gets such a bad rep with the media, and it's like you go and you're like, I he like, fucking oh, he, he does wanted, it to himself. He though. does. Like some of it was like, oh, when they were at the bubble, and there was like the the Kyrie the disruptor article, and it's like, like that okay, was, that was a targeted. That was bullshit by Woj. Like right? that was Woj working for the NBA, and they were targeting him because yeah. they wanted the bubble to happen. Because, okay, that was that was shit. Yeah, but then you have him go and being like, I don't want to talk to me to your pawns. It's like you might not be wrong, but God, you're a dick. Like, because a lot of people defending Kyrie, like, well, you guys twist everything he says. It's like. They do. They do. They they do. They hundred percent do. But then it's also the flip side of you. Like you say shit that is so easily twisted. Like like just don't. Just, like Jalen Brown, Bill Jaylen Brown and Jason Tatum after games. Like Tatum is uh, like he just he says it and then he gets the fuck out of there. Kyrie goes in these long winded rants and like that's the person he is. That's great. I'm well, glad you know, he speaks the philosophy of the team and the. the, the, the what does the government mean to you? That like that's so crazy. I mean, what is. What does government mean to you? Him asking like he does it to himself though. Like that's the thing is like I defend Kyrie up and down, but then it's also like, dude, if you just didn't say a bunch of stupid shit at the time, they wouldn't be able to twist your words. Like you don't see them twisting Tatum's words. He's less enigmatic. What are you talking about? He has a player option. He clearly wants to go to LA. He wants, he wants to leave. He wants to go. He wants to be a Laker. Um, yes, Tatum is less enigmatic. So like, there's less to twist there. But that within itself is the point. Stop being like weird in post game yeah. press conferences. Like I don't. Now we're getting to a rabbit hole that you can like argue for days on who you if you defend Kyrie or not. But all right, we got any closing thoughts? That Ugh, was a ramble. The Nets, the Nets are gonna f- uh, be the Nets are gonna be fun to watch. Closing thoughts, one way or another. Excited for some football. I'm excited for basketball. I could talk basketball for days. I'm like like last night when I um Miles and our friend Nate were I was over. Cook's a monster. We were watching UFC. Um, yeah, Dalvin just scored. I needed that. Um, I'm not a big UFC guy. Like I could talk a little bit of it, but I'm kind of out of my element with UFC. And so when Miles and Nate were talking UFC, I'm kind of sitting there like, yeah, right hook, left straight, triangle. So just random shit. I know like basketball, I could talk for days. Like I know what I'm talking about with basketball. And so like, I'm excited for basketball Uh, to come back. The funniest shit. When you asked if they just kept the clock going, (laughs) it was was boxing. So you (laughs) last night. In boxing, you cannot be saved by the bell. Like, 
at the end at the end of like the third round or like whatever the fuck whatever round you can all be saved by the bell. In UFC, I got it confused and I was like, oh, if if someone is in like a a submission right now at the end of the round, they can't when the bell rings, they they still allowed to keep going and. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's the end of the round, buddy. And they're like, so what? The, the round's going to overtime now? Another miss kick. Another miss X point. Um, they're like, so what? The round's going to overtime? They can just keep submitting him until the guy taps out a minute and a half from now? And I was like, well, no. And then I thought about how stupid it was, and I just kind of didn't talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> With basketball, man. I probably won't say something that stupid. Or I will, but I'll be able to talk about it. All right. Well, uh, so that's your closing thoughts. Was uh, it? I think so, right? I, excited I, I for basketball. Miles. You're I, excited for basketball. Yeah. Miles is excited for football. Joe's excited for a curing. I know. I, <laughs> I'm going to anxiously be watching my fantasy playoffs. I have my money league. I have been crowned the, the favorite in the playoffs, it seems, based off the people in my chat. And, oh, um, in your other league? Yeah, my starting lineup is Deshaun Watson, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, Dallas Goddard, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, my, Michael Thomas, Jason Sanders, and the Pittsburgh defense. Who's the quarterback? Deshaun Watson. Oh, you said Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good team. I had a good draft, and then I traded some draft picks to make moves. I, bu- I, bu- I bought in this year. I would say that's a good team. So uh, we're trying to win some money. We'll see where it goes. We'll update you. But I'm going, against, I'm going against AJ Brown, so that, ca- that catch kind of made me sad. We'll, uh, we'll update you guys next week on how that goes, though. We'll let you know. We'll also let you know how our playoffs go. Yeah. Wait, which I, mean, I have David Montgomery, who just had like an 80-yard run. So I'll, Before we get off, let me, uh, let me check to see if anything's happening for me. ESPN. Well, I will say. Um, Ooh, and I have Gasicki, so I'm up 32 I'm up, to 6. I'm up 18 to 15 on Adam. Uh, Dalvin Cook has 12 points already. Adam Thielen has 5. Kyler Murray has 1.6. Harrison Butker has 0 because the Chiefs forgot how to play football. Alrighty. With that, oh, Nate, wait. we'll see you. Not ya. Nate, my, Miles. All good. Oh, we, we Stay will, safe, folks. Alright, now, we'll, now we'll see. See you later.